Hey everybody, it's Tim Alford here. I'm the National Director of Limitless. And just before we jumped into this episode of the Limitless Leadership Podcast, I wanted to take a moment to extend an invitation to you to Limitless Festival. Coming up real soon, 6th to the 11th of August, 2019 on the Three Counties Showground in Malvern. We are set for an incredible week and there is still time for you to book your group in. But if you've already got plans for this summer, but would like to think about coming and joining us on Stafford Showground in 2020, then why not come and visit us this year for free? If you head over to limitlessfestival.co.uk, we're offering four free guest passes per group to come for the day to Limitless Festival 2019. So head over to limitlessfestival.co.uk and I will look forward to meeting you there. For now, let's get on with the episode. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. I'm delighted today to have my friend and colleague, Jamie Price, with me. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Is this yeah. your first podcast? Very first. Oh, amazing. Wonderful. Well, what a, what a joy. <laughs> what joy. Okay, so uh, we're talking today about something you're very familiar with, and that is pioneering new youth ministries. Before we go anywhere else, pioneering, what does that word mean? What, what does that term mean to you in terms of youth ministry? Um, I mean, pioneering, if you look at the original term, it, it means to, to take new ground or to, to, go, to explore a, a territory that hasn't been explored before. So for me, in, in youth work context, it would be actually, it's going into a place where there is nothing, where either there's fallow ground or there's just never, ever been anything there before. And it, it's going in and pioneering something new, i.e. a new youth work, a new outreach club, a new schools ministry, whatever that may be, but okay. pioneering in that context. So with that in mind then, Jamie, fill us in a little bit on your journey in youth ministry, your experience of pioneering in a different context and tell us a little bit about what it is that you're doing now with Limitless. Yeah, cool. So, um, I mean, my, my journey in youth ministry, I, I grew up in an amazing church, which um, for myself, I think it really um, it really gave me a basis of what Christianity is. And uh, the reason I'm in youth work today is because I had such a good youth work growing up. Mm. Um, I had a passion for that. So I went off to Bible college at 18, um, did three years in Bible college. And then I, I, I went down and I was working in, in Newquay in Cornwall for almost seven years as, as a, a youth intern to start off with. And I was, I was a youth pastor in there for about six years um, and just loved that journey. And it taught me a lot about local church mm. and, and working with young people. And then uh, I took up this role here with Limitless, which is is essentially heading up this Pioneers program, uh, trying to pioneer 100 new youth ministries in uh, the next 10 years. And we're now, what, 18 months or so into that journey. Yeah. Um, we did six last year. We're, we're starting another three currently. Um, so, yeah, just exciting days, really. So, so tell us some of the stories about some of those, some of those pioneering <coughs> contexts, some of the ones that you personally been involved in that we've been doing as a, as a, as a Limitless team uh, what have been what have been some of the challenges mm. in, in doing that and you know what have what have been some of the great things that you've 
you've seen happen just give us a picture yeah. of the last 18 months of, of pioneering yeah i mean it's it's for me i've probably learned more in the last 18 months than i, than I did in the, in the previous six years of youth ministry amazing um it, it, it's very different going from an established church with a, a really good infrastructure a bit of money behind it etc 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 to going into normally a smaller context normally there's a much smaller team um, and actually, those the biggest challenges for me were, um, okay, so I've got just this day in this church. I'm going to have to give my whole day to it this week, and I've got to move on to the next place. That, yeah. For me, kind of splitting your time between yeah. three, last year, three different places, it was really hard, and kind of trying, trying to compartmentalise those different things were quite difficult. Um, but that, so that was quite a challenge. Um but I mean, the, the the joys are when you begin to reach out to some young people and you start seeing them connecting in with what you're doing. So connecting in with, even if it's just an after school club or a lunchtime club or whatever it may be, um, and then into kind of the, the ministries we've been running on in the evenings. Um, that's the biggest joy for me. Mm. And also, I have really enjoyed working with the local church volunteers and 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 journeying with them, beginning to see their confidence grow, um, and do some really. Um, practical training stuff with them which i think has really benefited their journey in in youth work and youth ministry so brilliant so so you're here on this podcast jamie and i know that you wouldn't say this about yourself because you're a humble guy but you're here talking about this subject of pioneering and sustaining youth ministries because uh it's not just theory to you you've done it you've Mm. been there over the last year you started three new youth ministries in partnership with local churches of course and with local church teams but you led those teams you raised them up you connected into schools Mm -hmm. um which we'll be talking a bit more about next month on the podcast with you because that's really important important part of this journey too uh uh, and so you've got the experience and and like you said it's uh, uh, having done it you've learned a load about it yeah. but I think it's important up, up front Jamie to say isn't it that this this podcast is not just for churches who have no young people though it's absolutely relevant maybe you're a pastor you've tuned in because you've seen the Limitless Leadership podcast is about that you don't have any young people in your church you're wanting to know how do you get started but it's also relevant to you you might be a youth leader in a local church and Maybe you've got three or four or five or six young people coming and they are the children of the parents who already go to your church and you want to do some pioneering work out into the community and start reaching young people into the community and growing your youth ministry. So this podcast is going to be relevant to you too. But also, and this is part of our heart with what we're doing with Limitless Pioneers, isn't it, Jamie, that we would love to see some of you guys who are watching or listening, Mm. uh, who have an established youth ministry and have learned a lot about how to do youth ministry and and stuff really going in your local church, saying, actually, we're going to be kingdom minded and and, and we're going to partner with a, a church down the road or in our community or in our city or in our a county or area or whatever it is who doesn't have any young people yeah. and we're going to help them but we need to know how to help them that's right yeah so th- this podcast is relevant to, to all of those types of of listeners so with that in mind what's the first port of call if if, if if there's no team if there's no young people if there's no budget um 
where do you start? Yeah. Because it feels quite scary, right? Yeah, that, that, sure. that blank page. Yeah, I think the first thing is you do need somebody to capture, capture the vision of it and capture the heart of it. Like, why um, do we need to see young people in the church? What What's the importance of reaching out to young people? I think are, are really important questions, but it, it does need somebody to capture that mm. um, that heart, really, I think. I think once you've got somebody who's, who's running with it, a team is super important. Um and, and having people who are willing to come on that journey or what, who want to come on that journey with you is so, so important. Not just for the, the leader because it's really lonely doing it on your own and you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. really do it on your own actually. Yeah, yeah. But also I think um, for, for those individuals to, to, from the very off to better journey that thing through is such an important thing. And there's this there's a myth, isn't there, about what a youth worker needs, needs to be at yeah. a certain age, dress yeah. a certain way, yeah. have a certain character type, and and those people do flourish great, but it's not the only type of youth That's worker. Right, yeah. And I mean, my experience, um, in particularly not just in the pioneering context, but in any context I've done youth work in, is you've got amazing twenty-year-old youth workers, yeah, but you've also got amazing fifty-six-year-old youth workers, That's right, male, yeah. female, professionals. Um, parents, whatever it may be, it just, for me, I always say the only qualification you need to do youth work is you need a heart for Jesus and you need a heart for young people. And it's always helpful to, to you know, have a DBS check. So I was going to say, yeah, and a valid DBS. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's just the third, you know, thing in brackets to talk about. Um, but they're the things really, I think they're the things you need yeah. to be able to do youth work past that. Well, that's the starting point at least. So, yeah, getting a team together is really important. Having a, making sure you've got a, a team, even if it's just three people, three, four people, you can start something with three or four people. Mm. That's great. Um, it's, but having that team is really important. And then I suppose strategizing with that team as to, okay, how on earth do we do this? Where do we even start? Yeah. Do we know any young people? Are there any young people in the church? Are there any um, kind of hot spots, I suppose, that young people might be at where we could um, safely begin to interact with these young people? Um, support of the of the your your senior pastor and your the leadership team of your church is really important as well because you know without that it, it, you're kind of I suppose almost fine I was about to start yeah. off with um, asking for some finance to be put towards it yeah going to the to the church and doing a fundraising thing or um, putting an appeal out or whatever it may be because these things do need money to start to, to be started yeah it, it's not it's not always hundreds and hundreds but it's certainly a little bit of money yeah. that's needed towards it so um, that kind of stuff I think is really important there, there for me is, is the, are the first things that you need to do to be at least even thinking about starting these things and, and I think with, with all of those things <laughs> that you just shared uh, uh, envisioning a team yeah. uh envisioning your senior leadership team that this is something that's, that needs to happen yeah. uh, raising finances fundraising the first thing you said which is why yeah. that's that's the key to the other three isn't it yeah of course um, to, you, it, it's not enough just to stand up and say hey we're looking at starting a youth work would anyone like to volunteer yeah that, that, that doesn't capture anybody's no, imagination. That doesn't captivate the heart. Mm. It's why is this important? It's the need, isn't it? It's yeah. The, it's, 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 it's why, do we, why do we need to reach young people? Yeah. What, why is that important for 
us as a church? Yeah. Why is it important for the, the community that we're that we're in? Why is it important for the young people that we would be reaching? Why is it important for the people who might join the team? What what will God actually do, not just through them, but in them yeah. by, by being part of the, the team? And it's really wrestling with those why questions and then painting a vivid picture mm. to, to the people you're communicating with as this this is important because. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's such a big deal, isn't it? In yeah. terms of getting getting team and resource around it, it's, it's got to be about why. So, so you've done that. You've, you've you've painted a vivid picture of a, of a future. You've captured the hearts of, of a, a few people from the local church who maybe didn't see it in themselves before, but they've they've understood from the way you've communicated to them that this is important. Maybe the the elders or the senior leaders have have released a little bit of seed funding for you to get a few resources in, but you still haven't got any young people. Yeah. So what, what happens next? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, for me, there's different different things that you can do, but the, the, the crux of it is getting out to where the young people are. Okay. Um, for me, and I know, like you said, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, or in the, sorry, in the next, um, the next episode, but doing some schools work getting into where the young people are you know where are they in the day or where, where where's a safe environment they're in, they're in school and if you can safely get into a school if you can work alongside um the people you need to in that school to be able to do some stuff and to be able to get your name out i suppose as to what you're doing that's a real good win and, yeah. and not uh, not necessarily an easy win but something which i think is really worthwhile mm. even something simple as do a leaflet drop around some of the local, you know, get all your publicity together for what you're going to be doing. Get a launch date for the night you're going to be um, launching your youth ministry um, and do a leaflet drop around your local area. Have something that's appealing for young people um, on that, that, you know, that, that they would want to come along to. Get, get to your local skate park and hand out yeah, leaflets. Great. Whatever it may be, whatever your, you know, community looks like in that context, begin to think about where are the young people where can i begin to uh, where can we begin as a team to reach out to them meaningfully it might take a series of weeks or months before you are ready to open the doors yeah so to speak but that's okay as long as you've got the intention of you know we're, we're working towards having something that's for the young people of this of this yeah. town of this this community um because i mean even if you're doing a, a, a in youth work lingo i guess we'd call it a detached work yeah where you're out in the skate park or you, you're in the local parks or whatever it, where it is, you're hanging out in those spaces where young people hang out and you're building relationships and friendships and you get to know them, that you're, you're doing youth work. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You don't have a youth club, no, but you are doing youth work. Yeah. So you've started something there yeah. already. And it's, yeah. no, it's, it is looking for the local contacts because there will be some, at least some one person in your church will know a teenager in the town. Whether it's a friend of their a friend of a friend or whatever it may be, their grandson or it doesn't, yeah. there's, there's, there's going to be some contacts. So trying to utilise the contacts that you may not even realise you have as best as you can. Yeah. Those kind of things are important as well, I think. And even if there are two or three, just a small handful of young people in the church, <coughs> well, uh, if you can, again, envision yeah. those young people to sure. all invite one friend yeah. or even two friends, yeah. 
uh, to, a, to to your opening night, whatever you do, then you've 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 doubled or tripled in size. In, <laughs> you know, so uh, and, and it's that old don't despise the you know small beginnings kind yeah, of thing. Because you, you, you very easily could start off with just a handful, and it could kind of be a bit of a drip feed grow, which is which is great. It could be that you start with 10, 15 and and that you kind of like what the heck do I do in this situation? But yeah. they're all good. I think it's just at least starting with the intention of trying to reach out and grow further. Yeah. I remember one when I was pioneering with a team here in Malvern, the church had one young person and, and, and no youth ministry. Uh, and one of the first things that we did is exactly what you said. We, we went to the, where the young people were at. We went, we built a relationship with the schools, but before, you know, doing a, a load of assemblies and RE lessons, which the school enabled us to do. And we'll talk more about that on the podcast next month. We did a little focus group with some of the young people, and, and we ha- and we had uh, a bunch of young people uh, who the school had arranged for us. and uh, And I got my phone out. I said, "Hey, everyone, I'm just going to record this. If that's okay, I'll put the little voice recorder app on." And we spent 45 minutes to an hour just asking questions like, "What do you enjoy doing in your spare time? Mm. Uh, what What are your friends into? What style of music do you do you listen to? Yeah. What what nights are busy it, it, for, for, for people who attend this school? Are there nights where if we do something, no one's going to come because everybody goes to this or that or the, mm. or, or the other? And just to try and learn a little bit about the, the local community and, and particularly the young people in that yeah, local community. And that really helped us because we had a plan for launching, which we changed as a result of that focus group because we, we had assumed that they would enjoy something that it turned out that they probably wouldn't. Yeah. And so that I, I found was really helpful. But the, the, the overarching principle that's coming out here is it's about starting with where they're at, not sure. with where you are or no, where sure. you want them to be, yeah. but with where they're at. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Both in terms of literally where they're at, yeah. it's in terms of the geography of physically yeah. where they are, but it also in terms of their interests, passions, desires. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody would go and start a business without doing some sort of market research. And that's exactly what that is, isn't it, yeah. really? It's just a bit of market research into your target audience, so to speak, as to what they would want to see happening. So, yeah, yeah it's real good sense. So, you've uh, envisioned a team, <coughs> released a little bit of funding. You've connected with young people through the schools, through the community, the skate park, whatever, whatever it may be in, in your place. And you're going to build up to a launch night. Now, talk to us about talk to us about how you would launch. Talk okay. to us about the process of of starting. Uh, talk to us about about the space, about the content. What what wait, you what would you do on that first night? In yeah. fact, you're you're building up to a launch night right now, and yeah. you're about to start a new yeah. location. So, what is the process that you're on? What are you working towards? So, there's two different ways actually. I I would do it, or I have done it. Um, and they're kind of yeah different tactics. Um, so number one, I would call it a bit of a softer launch. Okay. So what we what we'd look to do is we would get everything in place for what we want the youth group to 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 look like. So it might be you make sure we've got a table tennis table, a pool table, a PS4, talk shop, whatever those kind of things. So we've got the stuff in place, and then we'll just leaflet drop the place, get into the schools, let people know we're on the 3rd of December for argument's sake that's our launch date come along be there and the doors are open and we just 
open the doors out kind of thing and and, and that's that's I suppose a bit of a, a, a less risky one because if nobody turns up you just keep doing the same thing week in week out until somebody does and 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 you all the stuff that's there already you'd be using anyway um and then there's, there's a, a bit I suppose what I've caught I'd call a, a harder launch or a, a, a bigger launch maybe is a better, better term where and we're doing this in, in one of the contexts that I'm about to start in um, in this context we're doing a neon party so it's actually going to fall on um, Halloween night and we're going to just get neon stuff everywhere and um, get it and we're doing a real big well we're trying to push a real big party night kind of thing as our yeah. opening thing really so that's going to be the pool that's going to be the thing we're going to be advertising let people know about um, getting to the schools and those a neon party etc 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 and we'll do that as a as a as a one-off event with um, then the next week so that's going to be on a Wednesday night the next Wednesday we're going to be saying okay we've got a new youth group happening this 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 time next week so exactly the same time exactly the same yeah. place that kind of thing so i suppose it's, it, it it starts off something as a bit of a, a launch pad into your regular rhythm so there's i don't think either one is right or wrong i think they've they're both got their merits they've both got reasons that 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 maybe you would want to do them and maybe not want to do them um, but it's, they're just different tactics, I suppose, as to how how you, you start something and how, how you launch something out. It's, it's really good stuff, really, really good stuff. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the stories of a lot of young people turning up dressed as witches and mummies and <laughs> <laughs> to your launch night. Uh, that would make for some funny photos. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so talk to me a little bit about the environment the space yeah. that you're creating for, for young people paint a picture for for our listeners about what that's how, how hard would you work on that space and, and what would it look like I, I'm I'm aware that some of our listeners might be uh, serving in churches the buildings are a bit more traditional yeah. uh, maybe there's some stained glass maybe yeah. there's you know those old uh, kind of banners hanging down uh, you know that somebody's uh, cross-stitched on or, or, or whatever uh, and that's kind of the space they're working with maybe there's even pews or mm. I don't know but what do you what do you try to do with the with the actual space itself to make it a hospitable environment for young people yeah it's a, it's a question I mean a, a really Really, for me, it's um, it's got to be attractive to to, to the to the um, age demographic you're trying to reach out to. So all that, that stuff you've talked about previously, it's probably just going to bring in an impression of what they think church is. Mm. Um, so for for me, it's making sure that it looks appealing. So things like it's very simple things. I'm just getting uplighters in the room, so you've got a bit, yeah. bit of colour in the room. Um, I get some banners in the room which you know I've got the branding of your youth group on um, that kind of thing is really simple even just really simple things like having little um, tea lights so the, 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 yeah. the ones that you know you can just get from Ikea and you switch on that, those yeah. kind of things stuff like that for me is just really simple but really can be quite effective yeah um, and then it's, it's making sure you know you, you do have a, a, a central thing so it's like a table tennis like a pool table something that the young people see that oh yeah that, that's a fun thing to, to have yeah. a screen that would have a, a console or YouTube videos on or something like that so they're familiar things to them you know screens um, consoles YouTube that kind of thing are familiar yeah. things yeah. to young yeah. people um, so 
you know, utilizing this in space to the best of the ability you've got, even stuff, things like bean bags or soft cushions or things like that, just bring a little bit more of that, I suppose, um, homely feel. Good, um, yeah. It, it, it takes away from the, uh, the quite maybe, um, Crossing the word now, but just down the line, feel of sometimes churches can be. Yeah, the um, stereotype. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that would that would be what I would try and do. Yeah, um, budget is always a big question. Yeah, you can be creative with stuff. Yeah. you can be uh, crafty with stuff. I'm the yeah. least crafty person in the yeah. world, so you need. But, but, some, but, but sometimes it, it is about the stuff that it is there, but also it, it's sometimes just about the as much about the stuff that isn't there. For sure. That, so Get rid of those banners that are all yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Take them down. Even that's what, I, that's what I'm inferring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I mean, I, or to treat, put things in place like uh, to, to block them off. So for instance, you've got a banner that's awful, get a nice banner and put it in front of it. Stuff yeah. like that. Just yeah. things that, so you can be kind of, um, yeah, creative with the space you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Now here's a, here's a question that I, I think it would be good to spend a little bit of time on mm. because this is a, this is a question which yes is appropriate for pioneering context, but it's appropriate for all of us who are reaching young people who aren't Christians, and that is particularly in a pioneering context that hopefully all of our youth leaders listening are trying to reach out to, to non Christians. You got a bunch of young people who who don't have have no experience of church and probably no interest in church they 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 don't know the gospel story other than what they've heard in re and maybe they're not interested in the gospel story but the reason we're starting youth ministries isn't just to have a fun space for young people to hang out it's to share the gospel that young people can get to know jesus that young people can come to faith this is what it's all about so how does that happen with a you've got you've got your team you've got your space you've got some young people showing up yeah. but they don't know Jesus and you want to do something that's going to share the gospel with them and is not going to mean that they never come back how do you do that it's a great question I mean and there's no um, definite answer with them I think first first thing you've got to do you've got to be intentional with it yeah. just hoping it might happen hoping a conversation might happen for me I don't think is enough great um, I think it's, it, it's, it is um, it's starting for me it's starting slowly um, it's starting reasonably softly it, it, it's it's not going in a week week one um, you know telling uh, telling big stories and, and 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 trying to throw every single Bible scripture you can do at them it's starting slow it's it's for me the biggest thing that that people connect with young people and and older people is stories yeah so actually somebody telling their story somebody sharing a testimony somebody yeah, um, yeah telling those kind of things. For, is is the best way you can do it, I think. It's but certainly as a starting point, um, and 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 then it will at least begin to start some conversation. Um, there's some amazing resources out there as well that that mean that you don't have to completely reinvent the wheel. So, for instance, uh, the ones that I'm using currently are the Youth for Christ resources, which are brilliant, really, really good. Um, and there's other ones out there um, that you can can use as well. But looking for stuff that you can use to. Um, yeah, to start some conversation. A lot of people will be around themes. So, for instance, it might be around around friendship. Yeah. It might be around um, relationships. It might be around, yeah. um, you know, school or whatever. And, and there's things that are relevant to the young people, but then it begins to 
bring in actually what do we believe as Christians, what does the Very Bible good. say on this subject, etc., etc., etc. So if nothing else, there's an analogy that I heard of leaving somebody with, with um, a stone in their shoe. Yeah. You know when you've got a stone in your shoe, yeah. it's that annoying thing that you, yeah. know, you know is there. Yeah. Um, and actually when we do that in, in, a, in a gospel context, it, it just means you leave with something to think about. Or, yeah. You know, it just yeah. leaves that little thing where they're like, Mm, interesting what yeah. is that what, what's it all about some yeah. will dismiss it some will take the stone so straight out and dismiss it yeah. and some will actually contemplate it a little yeah. bit and think about what that may be so yeah that's that's that's. it's not an easy answer no but I, I think I don't know if there isn't I, I think there's some really good things there you know that you said so, so number one was be intentional about it don't just hope that it will happen yeah. decide that it will happen be deliberate you know, number two was the power of, of testimony. Yeah. Um, and, the, and you know, because you can argue with doctrines to your blue in the face, but you, you, it's hard to argue with, the, with someone's story. Yeah. So who's, who's already in your church community who's got a great story about how they came to faith? Bring them in, interview them, yeah. share their story with them. We've certainly done that in our youth group, and that's been really powerful. Um, and, and, but, and then, but then you said, and I thought this was really good, the issues-based stuff. Yeah. So again, it goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's again, it's starting with where the young people are at. So you don't start with Matthew six. No. You start with let's talk about friendship. Yeah. And then you unpack. Oh, and here's what Jesus said about loving your enemies. Yeah. You know. That's right. So you start with bullying. You start with yeah. relationships. You start with social media. Yeah. You start with whatever it is that's relevant to the to the world of the young people that are in your group, yeah. and then you can talk about the things that they already care about. Yeah. And there's so many things that, that that's relevant to, and then you can talk about the the perspective of the Christian or perspective of the Bible yeah. on those areas. I think and, I think all of those things are really good things. And just thinking out loud as well, if if you don't know what the issues of young people are, ask them. Yeah. Like begin to have those have those conversations. So what is that, what are the things that you you struggle with in school with, with your friends, etc., etc., etc. They'll soon start to kind of or even just observing their behaviour, you begin to pick that up. Yeah. You'll soon they'll soon start to open up with some of the stuff they struggle with. Yeah. I remember one thing we did in our youth group on on, on that line was. Um, Youthscape published some research about the things we talk about with our young people versus the things that young people want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So we took the full list that they published of the the top things that young people wanted to talk about and we gave them to all of our young people and we said, we want you to score these out of... um, out of uh, like so so f- f- put a three so we asked them to choose three of them put a three by the thing you most want to talk about a yeah. two by the thing you second most want to talk yeah, about yeah. and a one by the third and we'll add them all up and whichever gets the most those are that you know those are the things we'll talk so, about yeah. so so it's like you said it's just listening and saying yeah, hey what do you want to talk about yeah. and then we can bring in a, a gospel perspective uh, into that as well but that i think that's i think that's really brilliant brilliant advice Let's think a little bit more about the team. Yes. So uh, in some of these pioneering contexts, you're going to, if you've envisioned a team, which where we started, you're going to then have to empower and train a team that perhaps have had no previous experience of doing youth work. What are some of the key things that would help us to do that? Okay. Um, I mean, I suppose it depends if, if in your context you do have somebody who's got some experience. If if you let's say you do and you've got you've got a, a, a leader, so to speak, who who is has got some context, it would be a, essentially of a 
watch as I do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, you you would, from the start, that leader would do a lot of the upfront stuff, would do a lot of the, um, would be present every single week, would doing a lot of the mingling with young people and just getting the team to observe how they do it, yeah. really. There's no, it, it is a really good way, isn't it, of, of I find, of, of watching, trying to learn something, of watching that somebody do it, somebody knows what they're doing, or has got a degree of experience in it, watching them do that thing. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you'll begin to grow from there with it. So that's one thing. But if actually you have, you have a team have got no experience of doing this kind of thing, the first thing I always say is to remember that you're working with human beings. Yeah. You're not working with aliens. <laughs> like, try and, like, just engage in the conversation with yeah. these young people. Like, yeah. it's not, for me, it's not rocket science talking yeah. to another human being. Yeah. It's just they're slightly spottier and a bit grumpier than yeah. maybe you <laughs> Your normal human being, um, but that's that's something that I think is just is trying to take away the um, the fear factor almost of working with yeah, teenagers. That's good. Do you know that's what I mean? Good. That's something I think is really important. And then also there are some amazing training resources out there, some amazing conferences you can go to if if your team could take that kind of uh, time out um, from. And then you would hear from people who are you know experts really who have been practitioners for a long time who, who work work day in day out with with young people yeah that kind of stuff is invaluable again so things like that i think are really important you could encourage your team to listen to the limitless leadership podcast Good time, you could you could go back and yeah. listen to all the previous episodes yeah. you could take them to limitless oxygen in September. <laughs> seven events around the country for you and your team uh yeah you could just uh Cheeky plug there. Shame, shameless plug. Shameless, shameless plug, yeah. <laughs> um, now, now, I love what you said about um, uh, if you know what you're doing, then then you say, hey, watch how I host this session. Watch how I put together this talk and watch how I engage in these conversations. There comes a point, though, I guess, where it's yeah. it's it's now, okay, now now you have a go. So, so, so talk us through that process. Yeah, I mean, what did, what did Jesus do with the disciples? He, Jesus took his disciples with him everywhere. Yeah. They watched him as he did. And then he eventually went to heaven and left them completely to it. And they yeah. were just like, but there was a process in between that, wasn't yes. there? Yes. So it's actually, it's that moment of, you know, you watch and and, and I will do. And then it's, it's actually, this person can do a little bit and I'll yeah. be there alongside you. Just do it together. Yeah, yeah. do it together. I'll yeah. be there alongside you. I'm there to support you yeah. and I'll give you feedback. Yeah. And I suppose the next bit of the process is you do and I'll stand back yeah. and I'll watch and maybe yeah. we'll, we'll have a bit of a, a feedback moment yeah. afterwards and we'll yeah. talk about that, yeah. what things went well, what things didn't go well, how you thought that thing went well. Yeah. I think and that's a process which may take yeah. a few weeks, a few months, even a few years, yeah. depending on, on, yeah. on the person you're working with. But... Yeah, they're, they're, they're the way I, I would try and do that yeah. with people. Really, really helpful. Okay, so so final question then for, for this session, Jamie. Um, you, you've started a new youth work. You've got your team. You, you, you've got your young people coming. You, you're, you're talking about the, the gospel in a relevant way. But we don't just want to start something. We want something that's sustainable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fresh, yeah. and that continues to grow. So, so how, how do we how do we... How do we pioneer in a sustainable way? Yeah, great. I mean, one thing, I think the first thing to say is when you go into youth ministry or you, you begin a youth youth ministry of some description, don't see it as a short-term venture. Excellent. I think, you know, look at a young person when they come in at 11. They potentially could be up until 17, 18. There's like six, seven years of, of that, that, that person's journey. Um, 
try and be there for the duration of, of that journey is, yeah. is, is, is my advice if not good yeah. um, so see it as a, as a bit of a long term investment the fresh thing is really important don't keep doing the same thing every single week don't keep um, it delivering the same uh, experience of a youth group because the young people will get bored mm. actually I found in those moments I get bored as well just doing the same thing over and over again yeah. as a leader um, so try and keep it fresh try and do things differently review with your team finally the last one is invest in young leaders great like, some of the ones that are in there the 16, 17, 18 year olds even maybe younger invest in them from an early age start to give them responsibility I got into youth like I said because I was invested into from a, from kind of yeah. like 16, 17, I was given opportunities to do stuff. That's the reason yeah. I, I started. That's the reason I'm still in today. So yeah. invest in your the, the, the really ones good. that you see have got something. Yeah, and if you want to know how to invest in young leaders and raise them up, there is a podcast about that. <laughs> Uh, brilliant, brilliant interview with Liam Parker. So go back and, and download that one, listen to that one. Uh, Jamie, this is really super helpful stuff. We're going to continue the conversation next month where we're going to be talking about how you engage with the schools in your community. So that's obviously really relevant and pioneering, yeah. but it's relevant to all of us at whatever stage we are in our, in our youth ministry journey. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you would, we would love it if you could share, uh, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes just because that helps helps us to get this podcast out to more youth leaders who might benefit from it. And we'll look forward to talking with you again on the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Limitless Leadership Podcast. If you think that this content is helpful and, and it would help another youth leader, then please do share it on your socials and rate and review it on iTunes, which helps to get the word out there. And stay in touch with us on our social channels too. We're on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, all at Limitless Eden. Thank you so much for all you're doing to serve young people where you are. I cannot think of anything more important you could give your life to than passing on the gospel to the next generation. So keep going and don't give up because what you're doing is important. God bless.